why is the gift of wisdom hugely important that at least one person in the marriage have it and if they don't that they're actively seeking out those who do um i mean i just think you know two fools living together is not a good idea (laughs) um it leads to a lot of pain um i think you know we have access to god's wisdom through his word and prayer and the holy spirit and so for us to not pursue that is foolish. Um, I think acting on our own leads to um, devastation in our life. And so we need to be connected to God's wisdom. And, you know, as the head of the home, you you need to pursue that. But I need to pursue it so that I know how to respond well and I know how to lead our kids. And well, I know you're how to be to, the helper. Mm-hmm, exactly. And that's the word that Jesus uses for the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the Holy Spirit, he brings yeah. wisdom and help. And your yep. wife should be filled with the Holy Spirit and bring wisdom and help. I mm-hmm. mean, it's it all works itself together. Yes. All right. Mark and Grace Driscoll with the uh, Real Marriage Podcast. And uh, hey, babe, real quick. We're going to jump into spiritual gift of wisdom and how to have wisdom during the holiday season. Real honestly, I just want to ask you, like, our friends at XO and Marriage Today. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know Pastor Jimmy well. We appreciate his son, Brent. For those who maybe just listen to the resources that are put out by the ministry, uh, permission to speak freely, total honesty. uh, What are the people like behind the scenes leading the ministry? Well, they have a ton of wisdom if we're talking about wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're gracious and kind and super wise. I remember the first time I met Pastor Jimmy, he had no idea who I was really, and I didn't. I was getting to know him, and I just walked out of the office going, wow, that was a lot of wisdom that just came <laughs> out of his mouth. He was just like the book of Proverbs. So, yeah, just very wisdom from the top down. Yeah, and so what we're talking about in this uh, season is spiritual gifts. During the holiday season, we give and receive gifts. And this started all the way back when the the Magi, the, the wise guys, brought three gifts to Jesus when he was a boy at his family's house. And uh, Christians have always been about giving and receiving gifts. And Jesus is God's gift to the world. Um, for God so loved the world that he gave us his son. And so during the holiday season, it's a lot about gift giving and receiving mm-hmm. And the point of this series of podcasts is that God has given us spiritual gifts. In addition to the gift of Jesus, we receive the Holy Spirit as a Christian, and the Holy Spirit brings with him at least one spiritual gift, which is a supernatural endowment or enablement to do ministry. Mm -hmm. And so this week, we're talking about one of those gifts, wisdom. If you'd like to know more, we've got a free about 100-page study guide, a little booklet, help you understand your spouse and each other and also maybe your kids. But as we get into this spiritual gift of wisdom, uh, Pastor Jimmy Evans, who is the head of Marriage Today and XO, and he's one of our overseers and pastors, this is for sure one of his gifts. Mm -hmm. So XO and Marriage Today is in large part the outgrowth of a gift of wisdom. Mm -hmm. It's one guy who reminds me a little bit of a spirit-filled John Wayne. I love Pastor Jimmy. Um, He's a great man of God and a man's man and just a good husband and father and grandfather. But he has a lot of wisdom. And when you meet with him or talk to him or pray with him, he'll ask questions and then he'll say things. And it's like he just puts the key right in the uh, the lock. Mm -hmm. He unlocks it. And you're like, oh, now I understand. Now I know what to do. Now I see that differently. And that he's been that blessing to us now for years. Mm -hmm. And as one of our pastors, we we love him. And so even when I'm stuck or dealing with something, sometimes you say, 
Call Pastor Jimmy. Call Pastor Jimmy. <laughs> Mark, you need to call Pastor Jimmy. And so every once in a while we do get him on the phone. We're like, all right, we just need to run this by you. Somebody who has the gift of wisdom, they can synthesize biblical truth. They can take knowledge and make it practical and put it into action. Um, they make good coaches, counselors, consultants. Uh, in the shadow side, if you have the spiritual gift of wisdom and you don't guard your heart, and you're in the flesh, you can just turn into a critic. Mm-hmm. You can point out everything that everybody's doing wrong, but not give them any help on how to make it right. right. And that's the shadow side. So let's talk about us. Do you think you've got the spiritual gift of wisdom? Um, maybe a little bit. I mean, it's it can be paired with discernment. And so I think that um, when I'm discerning in the Holy Spirit, he also gives me wisdom. So... Yeah. I would say for sure you've got the spiritual gift of wisdom. Ashley, our oldest daughter is off camera. I'm going to ask Ashley to be the rendering verdict. Do you think your mom has spiritual gift of wisdom? Yes. Okay. Um, You're also humble and you don't want to be arrogant about it, but you know you've got the spiritual gift of wisdom when people bring you struggles and problems and questions and issues and they're like, Mm -hmm. can you help me? And and they're inviting you in. Mm Mm-hmm. And what they're saying is, I can't figure out what to do here, but I think you could help me figure it out. Yeah, how to untie knots. How to untie knots in life and relationships. And a lot of times wisdom is around relationships and interpersonal and how to work Mm -hmm. things out with people because, you know, things are a lot easier to deal with than people. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier to tune up your car than it is your family. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a lot more complicated. So. Um, for those that have the gift of wisdom, they get their wisdom from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, he is often called the spirit of wisdom. And so places like 1 Corinthians 12 talk about this spiritual gift of wisdom. And thinking about people, honey, that you know that have this gift and you go to for wisdom, what are some things that are sort of earmarks of kind of a person who has the spiritual gift of wisdom? Yeah, well, one of the things that I have had to learn um, the difference between wisdom and knowledge um, in a person is sometimes I assume that because they can quote a lot of Bible verses or have a lot of things they like to talk about that they have wisdom, but that's not necessarily true. And so wisdom is the right use of the knowledge. So it's not just having the knowledge, which is the next spiritual gift we'll talk about. But basically, if you have the gift of wisdom, you seek wise counsel, you do you seek wise counsel from people wiser than you? So the key to being wise is finding people who are wiser than you Mm -hmm. and listening to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, When studying the Bible, do you find yourself moving toward practical applications to apply what is taught so that you can study for transformation and not just information? I love doing that because I don't want it to just be sitting there. I want to do something with it and help others do something with it. Do you find that when people have important decisions to make, they come to you for prayer and biblical counsel? Do you find that when you counsel people, God the Spirit gives you wisdom to share with them from Scripture, which they accept as God's truth to them through you? So the difference between knowledge and wisdom, we'll deal with knowledge in the next episode, which will be the last one. Uh, The gift of knowledge is information, but a lot of times it's uh, theoretical, it's not practical, mm-hmm. it's ideological. Disseminating ideas and yeah. thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, and that's super important. Yes, it's, it is. it's definitely a part. Uh, knowledge is learning the facts and then wisdom is knowing what to do with them. So mm-hmm. 
If you are a person that has the gift of wisdom or your spouse does, you're going to gravitate toward what's called the wisdom literature in the Bible. There's whole genres of literature that are wisdom literature. Proverbs in the Old Testament, James in the New Testament. Exactly. So Ecclesiastes is, you know, the meaning of life. Mm -hmm. And Song of Solomon is uh, true love. And uh, Job is about suffering. And it's about mm -hmm. wisdom, how to navigate, you know, the meaning of life and relationships and painful trials. Mm -hmm. James in the New Testament is a wisdom book and just uh, finished up preaching through the book of James by Jesus' little brother. And it's a wisdom book. And he says, don't merely listen to the word and deceive yourselves. Do what it says. He's not saying don't get knowledge, but you better act on that. You better know what to do with that. And he says wisdom is from above. Wisdom comes from above and faith mm -hmm. without works is dead. Mm -hmm. And so for him, it's like. You know, the goal is not just to win a Jeopardy episode after you read your Bible, but to go live a life that's fruitful. Yes. And that's where he's driving. And so if you're a person who gravitates toward those kinds of books of the Bible, mm -hmm. you may have gift of wisdom. Mm -hmm. If you like Romans, you may have <laughs> gift of knowledge. Yeah. And you like the theological, the categorical. You like to debate the finer points. And mm -hmm. so sometimes even in a marriage the books of the Bible that we gravitate mm -hmm. toward can indicate what spiritual gifts we have. Mm -hmm. yep. um, for your marriage, how important is it to pick what we're going to call wise counsel? Uh, very important. It needs to be mutually agreed upon. Yeah, explain that. So what, who or what is wise counsel and why do you have to agree upon it mutually? Um, so someone that you, when you get stuck or when you just need advice on something, uh, someone that you trust, they're godly, they're going to give you advice that gets you closer to Jesus and closer to each other as a married couple. Um, and it's it needs to be agreed upon because if I don't trust the man that you go to for wise counsel, then then it causes division in our marriage. Um, and same goes for you. If you don't trust the woman that I go to, um, generally, you know, if you're married, it needs to be a married couple because if they're both healthy mm -hmm. in their own marriage, then you can go to them for marriage advice. Um, but there are situations where there's, you know, widows or just wise people in general or a pastor or whatever that you can go to for wise counsel. There's all kinds of people. But um, for us, we've, you know, chosen couples in general to do that. Um, and it's just super important to agree on that so that you both feel comfortable doing that. You're not gossiping. You agree that, and I, sometimes, you know, we even ask each other, are you okay with me going to talk to this person about it? And we agree on that knowing that they're going to come back with wise counsel and, and we're going to address whatever the issue is. And so, yeah, the Bible says in Proverbs that there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors, mm -hmm. meaning sometimes you need to invite somebody else in mm -hmm. to provide perspective or to mediate a disagreement. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that could be a professional counselor. Absolutely. Which a biblical can, counselor. A, a Christian mm -hmm. counselor can be a mm -hmm. super helpful gift from God. Mm -hmm. It could be a pastor. It could be uh, an older mentor type couple. Mm -hmm. um, it should not be extended family mm -hmm. unless mm -hmm. you've got you know, a mutual agreement to that. If you're just pulling family into your marriage yeah. stuff, that can get pretty dicey and eliminate kind of boundaries and privacy. Um, and yeah, for wise counsel, like Grace said, like we agree on who we're going to talk to. You agree on the men that I'll talk to and I'll agree on the women you talk to. And we have line item veto. Cause if I'm like, I don't like 
their discernment. I don't like their marriage. I mean, I, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want you to talk to them mm-hmm. so that we're not just seeking advice or allies. Mm-hmm. We're exactly. seeking wisdom, which is seeking God's will. And why is the gift of wisdom hugely important that at least one person in the marriage have it? And if they don't, that they're actively seeking out those who do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just think, you know, two fools living together is not a good idea. <laughs> um, it leads to a lot of pain. Um, I think, you know, we have access to God's wisdom through his word and prayer and the Holy Spirit. And so for us to not pursue that is foolish. Um, I think acting on our own leads to um, devastation in our life. And so we need to be connected to God's wisdom. And, you know, as the head of the home, you you need to pursue that, but I need to pursue it so that I know how to respond well and I know how to lead our kids. And well, I know you're how to be to... the helper. Mm-hmm, exactly. And that's the word that Jesus uses for the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the Holy Spirit, he brings yeah. wisdom and help and your yep. wife should be filled with the Holy Spirit and bring wisdom and help. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it all works itself together. Yes. And so, um, when it comes to making decisions, sometimes we think in terms of, is this right or wrong? Is this sinful or not? There are a lot of decisions that you need to make as a married couple and as a family that aren't in those categories. It's between wisdom and folly. It's mm-hmm. like, this isn't a sinful decision, but is this a wise decision? Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, it's not a sin to spend a lot of money on a big vacation. That's not a sin, mm-hmm. but it may be very foolish if the industry you're in is looking at potentially causing you to be unemployed. Mm-hmm. That's just not wise. Mm-hmm. And so right now people are making and couples are making very complicated decisions mm-hmm. about life, marriage and church and career but especially during the holiday seasons, what can happen is you either just do what you did last year mm-hmm. or you do what your extended family and friends expect you to do mm-hmm. and you just sort of fall in line and maybe be real honest about, I think we've shared this before, but um, our first Christmas out of college as a married couple we did not approach the holiday season with any real wisdom. No, we didn't have a plan. Um, and because we normally went with my side of the family to the ocean um, the day after Christmas, yeah, we usually, we usually one day spent, with one side, one yes. day with the other. So we usually had Christmas Eve and Christmas covered by both sides of our extended family. And that year we didn't, and we didn't have a plan, and we were both working full time. And so we came back and there wasn't much festivity (laughs) or food (laughs) or anything that we had planned on doing. And everything back then was actually closed, rightly so. These days, everything stays open. But um, yeah, so we ended up eating pancakes because that's That's the only food we had in the house. And we went to a horrible movie on adultery. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. I mean, yeah, we both looked at each other. It's like. We didn't talk about this. Mm-mm. We didn't prepare for this. We didn't plan for this. We were just busy working and we didn't have any wisdom. And the point is Proverbs connects foolishness with pain. And so the fool is the one who experiences a lot of pain. The wise person avoids a lot of pain. That year we were both foolish and we had a lot of pain. <laughs> and the movie's just talking about, we're just sitting there. We got home. We, we didn't have a tree. We didn't have any decor. We were exhausted working long hours, newly married. Yep. First Christmas, you know, where we got to figure it out. 
And I think I was assuming you'd figure it out and you were mm-hmm. assuming I would figure it out. <laughs> well, which, you're the fun planner, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I apologize. I forgot to plan the fun. And so, yeah, all we had was pancakes. And then the movie was Bridges of Madison County. Bridges over Madison, yeah. And it was, like, you're, it was like, oh, it looks like a romantic movie. Well, let's go. St- ah! <laughs> well, that was before Netflix and stuff, too. So. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I was like, we're, we eat pancakes and we're watching adultery for Christmas. Like, and I didn't know you hated pancakes. <laughs> I that don't was a hate year. pancakes, but I've eaten so many. I feel like I got my lifetime supply by high school. So how important is it to just even go into the holidays planning wisely and not just assuming it'll figure itself out? It's very important because it will figure itself out, but not in a good way. Usually Um, it'll, like you said, someone else will figure it out for you um, or the plan will just, or the lack of planning will fail. um, And then you just create hurt. And then next year you, you kind of have bad memories. You start to accumulate bad memories from holidays instead of what is the reason we're even celebrating? Well, it's Jesus' birth, Jesus' generosity of giving us his son. We lose perspective because we're in so much pain from Jesus didn't give us his son. (laughs) Jesus gave himself as the son. Yes, sorry. I just don't want to start a cult in this podcast. (laughs) Okay, edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's okay. But so part of it is going into the holidays, wisdom would dictate, number one, ask. Mm-hmm. Ask your spouse, ask your kids, what do you want to do? What do you not want to do? What do you enjoy? What do you not enjoy? In holidays past, like, what are the great memories and what are the PTSD trauma moments? Let's not do that again. And forgive and move yeah. on from it. Forgive a lot, move mm-hmm. on. Listen. So ask and then listen. Mm-hmm. And don't get defensive and argue, but just say, okay, I'm going to, you know, jot down some notes and then make a, and then pray a lot. Okay, Lord, how do we do this? And then make a plan. Yeah. And what we would say is wisdom usually leads to a plan. Mm-hmm. And so even as we're talking about the spiritual gift of wisdom in books like Proverbs, it often connects wisdom with a plan. Mm-hmm. And it says over and over that the wise make plans mm-hmm. and the fool doesn't make any plans. And so when you make a plan, it is sitting down and it's probably having some some really you know practical, not so romantic conversations as Mm -hmm. a couple about, okay, what do we do for Christmas Day? What do we do for Christmas Eve? What do we do for church service? If the kids have school activities and events, which ones are we going to? If the family wants to see us, what are we going to do or not do? Um, Budget wise, what are we going to spend? What are we going to, you know, and it's a lot of practical. Mm -hmm. And, And naming expectations. Yeah. And reverse engineering those. And it takes, you know, serving and some compromising and making sure you're considering one another and not just saying these are these are things we're going to do and missing out on what the other person would like to do as well. Because if you don't, what happens is your boss, uh, your kid's school, um, your crazy relatives are all going to make your Christmas plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if that's the case, um, it's probably not going to be the what you wanted, yeah. best holidays. Mm-hmm. And the holidays are sacred moments and windows where we build traditions and memories with those that we love. And if we don't make the most of those opportunities, it can lead to a lot of disappointment and sadness. Mm -hmm. 
uh, especially after the year that everybody's had. For most yeah. people listening, this was a complicated, messy year. Mm-hmm. And this is the year going into the holidays. If you're going to make it great, this would be a really good year mm-hmm. to make it great because the year prior to this was not great. Yeah. <laughs> and so we love you and we're praying for wisdom. And James 1 5 says, if any of you lack wisdom to ask and God will send it down from above and do so generously. Mm-hmm. And so this is an issue of praying uh, mm-hmm. for wisdom. It's talking to those who have wisdom. It's researching out maybe even uh, what are some good ideas for our family for the holidays and being really honest and saying, yeah, this is what the boss wants and this is what the extended family wants, but that's not what we want. Mm -hmm. And we want to love and serve others, but we don't want to give away our holidays. We want to instead be wise and Mm -hmm. judicious in how we spend our time and energy and money and who we spend our time and energy and money on and with and for. So, yeah. So we'll hit you in the last episode. You can get the free book on spiritual gifts and find this Christmas kind of what spiritual gift God has given you and unwrap it and use it to bless others, starting with your spouse. Mm -hmm. And uh, the next one will be the final one in this episode of uh, podcast and we'll do it on knowledge. So, Uh, Maybe, baby, you close out with a little prayer for folks, and we'll see you next episode. Okay. Dear Lord, grant us all wisdom so that we can not live in folly and more pain, and that wisdom comes from you. So I just pray that we would come to you for that and that we would act on that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.